look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli. I'm my co-host here, Dave Popwich. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, not bad, my friend. How about you? Not bad. Not bad at all. We've got an interesting show today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, flu season. It's the peak, I think, right about now. <laughs> Some indications the vaccine hasn't been effective. Um, and we're also going to expand that conversation a little bit around shingles. Seems to be in a growing concern around this and re-immunization against uh, it as we get older. So we'll talk about that. We're going to hear a little bit about the concept for a business transition. Listen, there's so many Canadians that have um, got a significant chunk of their wealth tied up in their business. This is not something that you can exit quickly. You need to plan it properly. You need to get proper valuation, right? You need to maximize the value of that asset as you transition out of it and into a different structure. Correct. And then finally, we're going to continue on our series of, of divorce, uh, looking at the emotional impacts of divorce. So we started this series last week. It'll be uh, running over a series of weeks because it does unfortunately have a significant impact, Not, I mean, on anybody's life, but certainly as you're transitioning to this period of retirement, gray divorce, fastest growing segment of this, unfortunately, and it has emotional and it has financial implications. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the key things that have come out this this week was actually let's talk about two weeks ago. We just passed twenty five thousand on the Dow Jones, mm -hmm. and we are now passing twenty six thousand on the Dow Jones. And you know, I wanted to, to bring up a clip from good old Donald Trump talking about that uh, not too long ago. We broke a very very big barrier, twenty five thousand, and there were those that say we wouldn't break twenty five thousand by the end of the eighth year, and we're in the eleventh month. We broke 25,000 just as we came in. Now, I have to be a little careful because as we walk out, maybe it goes down. <laughs> you always have to be careful with that, Tom. But uh, we did, in fact, break 25,000, very substantially break it very easily. So I guess our new number is 30,000. Uh, but what, I, what it means is every time you see that number go up on Wall Street, it means jobs, it means success, it means 401ks that are flourishing. Okay. Well, you know, we've had lots of records. Uh, whoever's going to claim, I mean, Donald Trump loves to take, <laughs> take credit for these things. But we've had that. We've got well, Bitcoin set can, records. Can, I, you can got... I jump on that whole Donald Trump taking credit thing? Sure. I think we should give him some credit. Okay. Because if there was a lack of confidence in the leadership of the country and what that leadership can do, this would not have happened. Sure. This would not have happened. So unless earnings continue to increase, now and I don't have justified a, valuation. I don't have a Trump doll and a Trump flag on my front lawn or anything like that. But I, I will tell you that there needs to be some credit given um, because the the, the records are not just twenty six thousand, but since he's been elected to now, if there was a lack of optimism in his leadership and what he he and what the government can do this would not have happened in the market. You'd see pessimism, you'd see people leave, you'll see more money fly out of the country, and you're not seeing that. So there is some confidence. We have to give him some credit. He doesn't get 100% of the accolades for this, but there is some credit. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a market fundamentalist. Right? Yeah, but, <laughs> but the fundamentals also have to reflect on some sort of assumptions based on the future. And if you do not have the viewpoint that the future looks good with this leadership, right. your assumptions are going to be going to be pared down, and that means your your 
your numbers are not going to move forward. And that, that's, that's that's fine. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying it's good politics to take it, you know, take advantage absolutely. of it and, and, he, and, and he, claim the record for it, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Right. Uh, who was it? Al Gore built the Internet. I mean, it's great. It's great politics. So go for it. Right. But let's talk about uh, let's talk about records. Right. Because this permeates the headlines these days. We've got the Dow 25 or 26,000. You've got Bitcoin had set a record kind of pulled back. You've got cannabis stocks catching headlines going through the roof. This is all part of this whole issue we've been talking about. Do you about. know what people are not talking about, though? When what? you talk about records, Asian stock markets, right. record. China growing faster than in the last seven years. This is the first year in full that we've seen acceleration, acceleration. in their growth yeah. versus the past seven years. That's not happening on this side of the Atlantic. This is this side of the Atlantic is focused on the Dow Jones, right. on 30 companies that are just industrial viewpoints of the economy. They're just the large companies within the economy. That doesn't mean that's how the economy is moving. So we have to be aware of that. And I can tell you, it wasn't too long ago where people were using the Standard & Poor's 500 right. as the benchmark to talk about records there. And now that Dow Jones, and it's a bigger number, 26,000, the attention in the media right. goes in that direction. What you have to look at is fundamentals. And I said this on the air this week, and I think I was talking to Gord about this, and I said the Dow Jones hit a record and the S&P 500 is another record, but no one's talking about how the emerging markets are doing better than the, the American markets. Right. No one's talking about how Europe is actually growing faster than ever before when it comes to being a European Union. This is an amazing time that we are we are forgetting that there's a bigger story to this. And so, yes, we all talk about the U.S. because they're so close to us. But we do a disservice to the average investor when they just hear Dow Jones 26,000. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I think that's, um, you know, it's a media issue. And, uh, you know, kudos to you to sort of expand the conversation beyond just what's in our backyard, because that's what we tend to get focused on, right? People tend to be overweight. Canada, as an example, as a Canadian, from an investment perspective, um, but kind of look at what your Canada pension plan is doing. Uh, they're, yeah, they're investing for you, but they're not investing in Canada, right? So there is a much broader world out there with, well, not with opportunity. Correct. Not as much. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to say they're not. They're just, it's, it's not a Canadian focus. And I think when you are in the world of retirement, when you are in that zone, that what we call the retirement and the retirement risk zone, which is 10 years or less away from retirement, shooting after the lights or going after the, the hot flying uh, media piece like the Dow Jones or, or so forth. I've had people call me up and say, so how did you do versus the Dow? And then uh, I, I go, well, why are we comparing ourselves to the Dow, first of all? Um, because that's the that's the topic du jour, right? right? And so no one's yet compared me to Bitcoin because I'm crushing it so far, right? Like it's, you know, last... Well, this past week, anyway. This anyways. past week, I look great, right? So no one's compared me to Bitcoin yet. But um, but there's there's a bit of a concern of, of why am I not getting out, that fear of missing out that you always talk sure. about. Um, and that's why the benchmark has changed to now the Dow Jones versus whatever they want to call it, whatever the, the, the topic is. So I think what we have to understand is that when you're in retirement, you don't want 100% of the Dow Jones. Because when, quote, when, when the markets fall, you're going to get 100% of that too. Right. And so you have to be comfortable with the impacts to your retirement because of that. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah, proper structure. We, we talk about that an awful lot. Um, you know, I think it's it's incumbent upon uh, people to educate themselves about the different needs as we move through different stages of life, right? So there's sort of four general stages that we talk about, the accumulation of wealth, 
right? There's different timelines, strategies, and, and risk profiles for that stage of life in general terms versus the retirement risk zone, stage two, right? Plus or minus 10 years versus living in retirement. So although we call that one phase, Basil, it's probably four, like yeah. depending on how long you are, it's a complex stage of life. Very complex, right? absolutely. From a financial uh, and lifestyle perspective. And then there's the fourth phase, which is the transition, right? The legacy, getting the wealth that you've not uh, used in your life to the next generation's charities. And that's what frustrates me is when I hear um, individuals in our industry say, yeah, I do that too. Hmm. I do that retirement planning thing too. Uh, and it kind of, and I laugh at that only because you can't do it too. Either you do it only, yeah. or yeah, you you don't do it. Yeah, right? like you, exactly. I, it's like you know, it's I, I you know I, when people say to me that that I'm oh, kind of, I'm, I'm that kind of advisor a or that that institution <laughs> or that I do it too. I'm kind of a doctor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do yeah, that too. Yeah, and and so that's what that's what concerns me is that people are getting information, advice, uh, direction, education from uh, people who are not doing it full time. They're, they may be in my industry, right. but they're not doing it full time. So right. I think we need to be aware of that. When you're sitting down and you're, you're looking for your, your phase of life of retirement, transition to retirement, they better only do that because then you're not dealing with a specialist. Right. You're dealing with a generalist. And do you want a generalist dealing with your situation during specialized time? We're going to talk about one of the very fundamental uh, changes that take place in the way you have to invest and the risks that you incur as you move into that phase of life where you're withdrawing from your savings, right? It's funding your lifestyle. And we are going to address that. There's a very cool thought exercise we'll put you through, but we're going to address that specifically, and it's incumbent upon people to educate themselves about this at our upcoming seminar. Why don't you remind everybody about that? Yeah, Tuesday, January 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats, so give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400, or you can register online on our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. Hey, did you know that uh, the disease that kids get? Uh, you talking about chicken pox? Chicken pox, thanks, because yeah. I've had chicken pox. I thought I was immune once I got the chicken pox, and it turns out that may not be the case, that as we get older, that, that, that uh, uh, virus may reactivate itself and create some significant problems for you. Tune in after the break. We're going to talk about that and how to protect yourself against that particular issue. You're on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.